what's up everybody i hope you are having a fantastic week so far i am so excited we are on episode three of the series how do i handle grief now um the last episode that we were discussing we were talking about why am i so angry that was stage two of how do we handle grief i hope that episode was very informative to you and i hope that it helps you as well but this week we are going to go to stage three of how do i handle grief and the third stage of grief is bargaining now basically i didn't really understand what it meant until i did a little bit more research and i had thought about it while i was doing the research on on the stages i always look at myself from what i experienced and say did i go through that how did i handle it um you know, what was the different emotions that I was feeling during the time? There's certain stuff that go through my mind, so I, it'll make it easier for me to encourage you and uplift you. Now, we know that many people handle grief differently. Not everybody handles grief the same way. Some people like to be alone. Some people like to be around people. Some people like to go um, find different things to do to get their mind off it. Different things that we discussed over the past week um, of how we can handle grief and how we can make it better for ourselves. Um, the stages are not set in stone. That's something that I learned this week too as well. Um, everybody don't go through each stage. Some people may not go through the bargaining stage. Some people may not go through the anger stage. Some people may not go through um, the first stage of what we talked about with denial. Not everybody go through those stages, but I think denial is the main one that everybody goes through because we don't want to believe that. I think that's one stage that everybody goes through. But the stages that we continue to talk about throughout these weeks and throughout this series, not you may not experience everyone. You may stay stuck on denial. You may stay stuck on anger. You may stay stuck on bargaining, which is that's the, this week that's what we're talking about as well. But it's also good to understand the breakdown of each one so that way when you're going through your stages of grief which i'm like i always tell you guys it may not be over one year maybe five years later you'll know exactly how you're feeling um during this time um and bargaining normally it normally happens through a spiritual standpoint like we go to god and we question god like god i need you to, i know that was me i asked god to show me what really happened to my mom like what caused her death god really revealed that to me he showed that to me and um sometimes certain certain times when we ask god certain things we're not ready to handle it right away but when you're ready for it he will show you um but normally bargaining happens it happens in the spiritual aspect because we're normally questioning god like god what happened why did this happen to my mom why did this happen to my aunt why did this happen to my father why did this happen to my sisters why did this happen to my brother? Sometimes we question ourselves on why. Um, and there's there's two different types of bargaining. Um, to change the outcome and to change the timing. When you think about changing the outcome, you like you think about what could have been a better way for us to avoid this situation from happening. Should we should should we have went left? Should we have went right? Should we have not went this 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 day? When what how did the situation happen? Should I took better care of my mom? Should I brought her in my home? Like it's certain things that you think about to make the outcome a lot better. And when you do it that way, it's more so like you don't have control over the situation. So that's what makes us get in the standpoint of the bargaining, like of the outcome. We want to know 
how could I have made found out a better solution to avoid this death? That's a lot of avoidance that come in play. And then change change the timing. Maybe we could have extended the five more, like God, there were five more years, or you know, add fifty more years to our life, or you know, we we or his or her life. We sit there and we think about different ways, but how can I change the timing? Can I pray that God add more years to her before she had passed? Like, what what could I have done? To, and that's for our mind that we start getting on this uh, the balance beam and say, well, maybe if I would have did this more, you start questioning yourself and sometimes that causes you to beat yourself up because you feel like you didn't do enough and you feel like there was more that could have been done and it's like no God's timing is perfect and listen I'm I'm a true living witness I'm not the person who wants to hear that we're going through something that you know God has with which I understand that don't get me wrong I know God but it's the emotions at the end of the day we're human we have feelings we have emotions so we're going to feel the way we feel but during the time I was like I don't want to hear that right now because I really want my mama. I'm still when it came down to my mama, I was a baby. I because she gave me she would have gave me the show off her back if I asked her for it. Like my mom was just that type of person. Like if I needed the shoulder to cry on, she'll say, Let's go for a ride. Let's sit in the car. She'll let me cry. She'll let me do it. She'll make me laugh. So it was like stuff like that that kind of like makes me get made me made me get to that point where I had questioning and said. Maybe I could have changed the outcome. Maybe the timing could have been better because this was unexpected. Um, there, There is never a solution when you're bargaining, when it comes down to, to death. There's never a solution because it's, out of, it's definitely out of our control. There's nothing we can do. Death is death. We can't do anything about it. And I think that's what leads back to frustration and the anger because it's like, ouch, I can't do nothing to make this better i can't do anything to make this situation better than what it is um you in the feelings i always tell y'all when we go on through each stage of grief the different feelings that we feel and with this we feel helpless and we focus more on the thoughts and regret that kind of sum up the whole thing what i was talking about earlier of the outcome and timing we, we sometimes fault ourselves because we didn't have enough time and sometimes we regret certain things that we did because the outcome didn't turn out how we wanted to. You know, so it's like, I regret it because I should have been there that day when this happened. You're looking at pictures and you're looking at time, or it's my fault that this happened to her, or this, you know, I could have been there to make it, you know, and it's like, no, it's, nah, bro, it's out of your control. Once the death happens, we can't, we can't revive it. That's just it. And I think that's that's what hurt me the most. I can't do anything about it. Like even this doing going through this series is is very emotional for me because um certain uh photos that I'm using like for my cover, I have to look at the funeral pictures. And I'm like, ah, that's the last time I seen her with the casket open. And it's like I'm doing this for the for someone else. Because somebody else needs to get through just like I needed to get through. Somebody needs strength just like how I just how I had the strength, you know? So that's what keeps me pushing and enduring to keep staying focused to say, no, I'm going to finish this series strong. Of course, I have a scripture for you guys. It is St. John 14 and 1. And it says, let not your heart be troubled. If you believe in God, believe also in me. 
I want to encourage you on tonight, on today, whenever you listen to this video, this sound, let not your heart be troubled. For God has his reasons on why he do things and how he do things. Although we don't want to hear, although we don't want to accept it, although we don't want to even see it the way we want to see it or how it's supposed to be seen, God has his way of doing it doing things and if your heart is troubled right now i'm encouraging to let not your heart be troubled seek god first ask him for strength ask him for a peace of mind ask him for the love that you need even though it won't replace it i know it won't darling i know it won't replace it but at the end of the day just to get you by say a prayer think of the good times i will always encourage you to think of the good times and you guys you know the question i'm going to ask you before i say the prayer how are you feeling today? How do you really feel? Acknowledge what you're feeling and release it. That's what's going to get you through. Acknowledge how do you really feel. Acknowledge and then release it. Release that, 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 that scream. Release that sorrow. Release that pain. Release it. I always encourage you to release it. Don't hold that in because that's where the bitter, bitterness builds up in it. That's where the anger builds up at. Release it. And of course, I'm going to say this prayer with my family before we end this, this sound, this podcast on today. Dear Heavenly Father, I just thank you for this moment once again to be able to encourage my sister and my brother during this time of sorrow, whether it's a year ago, whether it was five years ago, whether it was 30 years ago, whether it was yesterday, or even a few hours ago, I want to encourage this individual, this person that's listening to this sound, oh God, I want to say a prayer over their family for the strength that they need, oh God. I pray right now, God, always that you send your angels at the right time to comfort them, oh God, that you send your confidence to lift them up, oh God. I pray right now, God, over every household, oh God, that you send peace, peace of mind, peace of heart. God, I pray that every time that the sorrow try to creep in, God, that they that they think of the good memories. Not only that, God, but while they're acknowledging their pain and while they're acknowledging their sorrow and while they're acknowledging all the things that they've been holding in, God, allow their relief to make them feel better. Allow their release to make them push a little harder. Allow their release to allow them to leave that legacy that their mother and their father and their aunt and whoever else that they may have lost may have needed. For God, we, we may not understand the reason why you do the things you do, but God, I ask that you just continue to remain with us. Change our perspective. Open up our mind. Enlarge our territory. Not just for blessings, but God, our spiritual house. And God, I pray that God, as you continue to use me to speak to my brother and sister, that you heal me as well from the things that I need to be healed from. For I don't want to be angry, that I don't want to have bitterness. But God, allow me to release it as well. And God, I just thank you right now for this moment once again to have the opportunity to encourage, to have the opportunity to share my story with someone else. And God, I just thank you in advance for what you're about to do for them. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. I hope this sound, this podcast was a blessing to you. I hope that this uplifts you, gets you through another day, keeps you pushing. 
And like I always tell y'all, seek God first in everything that you do, in every pain and every sorrow, even the good. Seek God first. Y'all stay tuned for more. Another episode will be coming up this week, but I'll talk to y'all soon.